we all had the word of God. And as I always say, I know we do not put much emphasis on the spiritual part. Um, it is not a big deal. The Bible tells us that if we want to live in the spirit, it is just for us to make that effort. And this is what the Bible is telling us that he has given us all these gifts. Okay? So unlike the fruits of the spirit, which you guys were supposed to do three last two weeks, unlike the fruit of the spirit, the, the gift of the spirit is more to do with the charisma, spiritual, supernatural. Okay? And the Bible is telling us that he has given it to every one of us. If you are a believer here, you have a gift. You have a, a gift of the Spirit, and it's up to you. God always wants to meet us in the middle. Okay? If you have a gift of the Spirit, and you don't pray about it and develop it, it will stay dormant. So if you're here, and you are a believer, you have been given the Spirit the gift of the spirit. Um, I want to read the same uh, chapter, First uh, Corinthians chapter twelve, verse seven. Let me see if I can find it because my eyes are still there. Chapter seven. Can someone read that for me, please? First Corinthians twelve, chapter seven. I have it, so let me read it fast. A spiritual gift is given to each of us as a means of helping the entire church. So what did the Bible say? It's given to who? Each. Right, did he say some people? He did not. It's very important. Like I always say, it does not matter our age. It does not matter our gender. It does not matter wherever, whoever you are. As long as you want to get it, God will always give it to you. So, um, a spiritual gifts of the Spirit are given to every believer for the purpose of what? Ministry. Okay, wait, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to try and get into every each one of it. We're not going to spend much time on each one because it's a lot of information if you want to. And it's very important as believers to make sure that we develop our the gifts that God has given us. Everyone here has his or her own gifts. Okay? The fruits of the spirit, which in the other way displays the development of a person's character, like love and all those kindness, because I decide to be kind or I decide to be mean to him, okay? So those are the fruits of the Spirit. But the gift of the Spirit, the Bible that we believe in, is saying that he has given everyone, every one of us, a gift. And I've seen a lot of people here that have gifts. They probably don't know it. Okay, they probably don't know it. So the gifts of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit has given the spiritual gifts to his church. And when you have a gift of the Spirit, it's not just for you. It's for the ministry. Okay? So we're going to talk about them. Um, 
The first one is the word of wisdom. We have nine. We have nine. The word of wisdom, and then we have um, the gift of knowledge. Okay? We're going to try and talk about these things, but it's, it's either you know you have it and you have not worked on developing it and it stays not dormant. But the church now is really in need for us to move forward in our spiritual life. Because guess what? We have the devil and we have God. There's no in between, right? As we all know, the devil is not playing these days. They are not playing, okay? We can sugarcoat it anyhow we want it. So if we don't belong to the devil, then we really need to be serious where we belong to, okay? We really need to be serious about what the spirit, what God wants us to do. Okay, so the other, the third one is gift of faith. And then uh, the, the fourth one is gift of healing. Faith is working miracles. The sixth one is prophecies. Uh, the seventh one is descending of spirits. Uh, speaking in tongues and interpretation of tongues. So like I said, every believer has one or more of these gifts to benefit the entire church. These abilities are special abilities empowered by the Holy Spirit. They are supernatural. Remember this word, they are supernatural. Okay, so I'm going to talk about it and then I'll see how you guys understand it. If you know you have a gift, you want to develop it. You don't want to be powerless. This, these powers are being given to you guys. And we all need to pray and allow the Holy Spirit to help us develop these gifts. They are given to us for the church and not for our own gain. Okay? Not for our own gain. And it is our responsibility to develop them and increase. You know, we're supposed to increase. We're supposed to increase in anointing. We're supposed to increase in our, our gates. We cannot be playing. We cannot be playing. Because what I see on, on the internet these days, that the devil is doing, he is not playing. And we cannot keep coming here. God help us. And not even know the power that we have in our possession. Okay? So uh, the first one is the word of wisdom. And I'm going to try and talk about the word of wisdom. It's kind of the word of knowledge. So the word of uh, the word of knowledge is to acquire information, right? To have the information, to know that there's, there's something is in place or something. And these, like I said, these are supernatural encounters. It's a special ability given to us by the Holy Spirit. Um, naturally, wisdom without a supernatural ability um, of the Holy Spirit is the ability to solve problems. You know, if someone comes to my workplace and he tells me, oh, I feel like my blood, yesterday I feel like my blood pressure is high. I have that wisdom to solve that problem for him, right? So that's my job. Um, somebody comes to you 
Okay, so I feel stressed. Can you help me? You can part the person. That's that's what wisdom is. You have the knowledge, it gives you the information and what? You help the person. But these ones that we are talking about, they're supernatural. They're supernatural. The wisdom, um, the word of wisdom and the word of knowledge, they go together. Okay? They go together. So knowledge is information uh, and they are similar in in a way that if you have the word of wisdom, um, you are able to interpret or you are able to tell that, okay, um, this is how it's supposed to be. Like the Holy Spirit gives you the power to solve or to, to know that this is how um, this is what I'm supposed to do. You're supposed. For example, example of that is um, when someone comes around, and um, you you can sense it with with a supernatural uh, ability that you know what this is something is going to happen in the next minute if I don't do that. That is supernatural. That is not physical. You, you see that that person is coming. It did happen in one church that some guys went into the church with a, with guns and the preacher sensed in his spirit. He didn't see anything, but then as soon as they sat down, he knew. Okay? So these are supernatural stuff um, that the Holy Spirit gives to us and we have to. It's you have it all. We just need to um, to develop on it and, and work on it, that we can use it. We also have um, the, the ability, the word of wisdom and the ability to make decisions, the ability to make special decisions, you know. You know that um, physically, that's not what possible, but then because of the supernatural ability from the Holy Spirit, you are able to um, make some decisions so that some disaster doesn't happen. Okay? Some disaster doesn't happen. So that's pretty much that. You, you have wisdom which is not natural. Somebody, you didn't get the, um, the information from anybody, but you had the instinct from the Holy Spirit. Okay? So, and then the word of knowledge is the acquisition of knowledge through the supernatural means, okay? Word of knowledge. Uh, so, I don't know, I did say my, my own encounter here. I, I mean, when I was in college, I had a lot of encounters, and I didn't really know. So, I said last time that some time ago, I was praying about my stomach, right? Stomach ache. Stomach pain. I was praying. I was. I knew it was serious, so I was praying. It just came on, and something told me that what it was serious. So I started praying seriously. Okay. So for the spirit of God to work, you have to be serious. You have. If you allow it, the thing things will happen the way it go, uh, anyhow it, uh, it, it wants to go. So I prayed, and then something told me. I'm not going to make it any special. And something told me that when I come to church on Sunday, they will call me. 
to the front, okay? That was in there. So I was like, oh. So just to make sure somebody knows about that, I called somebody in the church. And to be clear about it, that was Brittany's mom, right? I called her because I know she comes to church and I know her. I was kind of new. So I told her, I said, I think uh, for the stomach ache that I'm having, they said, they, I, I feel like they're gonna call me on Sunday. I just wanted to make sure, to tell somebody before Sunday. So I told the, uh, her, on Sunday, I don't know if it was Pastor and Cancer that preached, but right after the service, I was sitting there, and then Pastor and Cancer took the mic, and he was like, there is somebody here with a stomach ache. I want you to come forward right now. I wasn't gonna miss that opportunity, right? Because that was instructions that had been given to me. Because what I was praying seriously. If if I wasn't praying seriously, I wouldn't have had that instant. He called and nobody went out, but I went. And then when I went there, he prayed for me. And up till now, he doesn't know. Reverend in cancer doesn't know that I had that conviction before he called me, right? So and I knew that because I obeyed what I, I was healed. So I, could, I didn't feel the pain again, okay? This is my own encounter. I didn't feel the pain again. Two years later, I went to Ghana, my own cousin, who is uh, a man of God. He's, I went to visit them, and then he was just praying. He said it. He, said, he mentioned it over there. As soon as he confirmed it, I was like, oh my goodness. You know, and I had not mentioned it. So these are supernatural stuff that everyone has. We need to be very sensitive to the uh, the spirit. Okay, we need to be very sensitive. If we don't get into it, we might miss something. Sometimes we play around. I'm not saying that I can see things, but that encounter, I knew something happened. Okay, so that is an example of that. And then. The third one, faith. So every believer, when that's in First uh, Corinthians twelve verse nine, faith. Every believer has been given the saving faith. Like you all know, you've been saved, right? Everybody has. But this one that we are talking about is the ability. It's uh, giving the faith, the ability to help others. I mean, you have a faith strong enough that when you stand here. And you want to heal because of that gift of faith, you touch somebody and that person gets healed. So, faith and the, uh, the gift of faith and the gift of healing, they come together. Guys, this is not for any special people, it's for every child of God. Okay? It is for every child of God. It is up to us to make sure that we are not only here to get our certificates from school but we also want to live in the spirit because at the end of the day when we pass through this world the certificates are left behind what we want to take with us are these gates and our spiritual life okay I always say that this new generation we are they are so smart and we need to get it okay we are not going to let anything slide back we have people that are operating in it. It's not, when you have it, it is not
for selfish gain. It is not for just us, like I'm saying, for that person that have it. But it's for the entire church. It's for the entire church to benefit from it. And it's not, it doesn't make you like a special or superior over anybody. But we need these things to be able to live our lives as Christians on this earth. Okay, we need these abilities, the supernatural abilities to be able to live um, on, on this earth um, problem, maybe not problem free, but for, to help us in our problems. You know, one, um, one person that had that gift of faith was, I don't know if you guys heard about Catherine Coleman. When Catherine Coleman is in our um, a crusade or a place, the gift of faith, her faith, actually helped a lot of people to heal. Just like I said, um, that other gifts of healing, it's also, it goes in conjunction with faith, the gift of faith. God doesn't give it to special people. God does not give it to special people. We have to be able to capture these. Um, I've seen, I've heard some people talk here, and then I've known that some of you have the gifts. You do. It, it doesn't take ordinary people to get out of the house and come here and dance. You all are special people, and God wants you to tap into the maximum spiritual things that you can tap into. And it takes you. It takes you yourself. You know, so this gift of healing too. Uh, this can this is indirectly linked to the gift of uh, faith, just like I said. You know, indirectly. So somebody with the gift of faith, when they stand or they are around and they are manifesting, you can you would realize that it comes with a gift of healing. You know, Benihim has a gift of healing. A lot of healing that goes on with um, with his crusades, um, and like I said, um, the other uh, uh, that's number four, right? And um, the gift of healing also goes with miracles, of course. Working of miracles that is one gift. Working of miracles. Um, this gift of healing. Most often in a congregation like this, if the leader is uh, talking, preaching, and praying, um, you people get healed, people get delivered from all kind of things. You know, a whole lot of demons walking around. You could some some people when they are in position, you could see these demons manifest and. This is not for special people. I, I cannot stop saying it. Everyone that wants to have it. And we don't want to work in this world and say we are coming to church and not grasp on these gifts. And the devil is going to be like, look at them, they don't even know what they have. Right? We don't know even what we have. Um, so that's pretty much for the gift of healing. And when um, somebody with a gift of healing prays for people, they, um, they get healed. 
he get healed. It, it's not just the pastor that supposed to have that. The pastors know and they've grasped onto their gates. So we, as a church, we are supposed to also make sure that we are operating in our gates. Okay? We are operating in our gates. And then the next one, I don't know if I did talk about it. Um, the working of miracles, I, I did talk about it. It goes in conjunction with um, the gift of healing and um, the gift of faith. Okay, so miracles happen. I don't know uh, if you guys all know um, Christ for all nations. Who has heard about them? Christ for all nations. So Christ for all nations going to all the countries, especially Africa. When I was very little, okay, they came to Ghana, and I heard I heard about them. That was Renard uh, Bonke, his name. That's the guy. But now, Daniel Kolanda is the one that is, because Reynard is gone. Daniel Kolanda is the one. So they're going to all the nations. I don't know if you guys see this. These are all human beings in Africa, Kenya. That's all crusade. They're trying to save souls to come to Jesus. That's a lot of people, millions at one time. And they said that um, they are winning 150 million to Christ, okay, and they're constantly doing crusades to make sure. And during these uh, crusades, there are miracles. They don't have to touch you. The Spirit of God moves so greatly, okay? The Spirit of God moves so greatly. You see people that are healed, and that is the manifestation of miracles. That's the gift of miracles. I mean, working in miracles. People just come from everywhere from the crusade and they, they talk about how they've been healed from so many, uh, several years of diseases and all of that, okay? So it's, it's an amazing thing for us to make sure that we know, we know about these gifts that God said in First um, Corinthians twelve seven. He said he has given it to all of us. We don't have to... Um, allow just certain people to, to have it. It is for all of us. We ask God to help us so that we can tap into these um, gifts. Especially, and he said he has, everyone has it. So it's up to us to develop on, on it and make sure we are working in it. The church in the next generation should not be dormant. When we, if, when we come to church, and we have everybody operating in the arcades. Miracles should be happening. Okay? Miracles, healing, a lot of things. And that means that we, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is the one giving it to us. That means that we have to live in the Spirit. We have to make sure we are not just living in the physical. It's the two are together. Okay, the Bible tells us we cannot live a carnal life not as Christians. We make the devil so happy if we just live our lives anyhow. It's one thing not to sin. It's another to make sure that you are getting manifested. You get these gifts to work on so that the devil will have no place. Okay? And then the gift of prophecy. Um, this has to do with declaring things that will happen in the future. 
who has heard about it? I mean, who has seen this in reality? We have people that have the gift of prophecy. So they prophesy and it comes to pass. Has anyone not heard about this before? So I've seen a lot. I have seen a lot. I have seen a lot. So one example is, um, like I told you about my cousin, right? We were all in school, in college, we were young. He knew what he was about. And he was the leader, we had a, 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 a fellowship was called, um, I forgot, okay, Harvest International, that's how it became. But he was the leader at that time and he prayed for this guy, his name is Harry. And he said, you will be preaching. And I was there. Nobody told me. He said, you'll be preaching from nation to nation. Right? And he prophesied. And I, I heard it. And now the guy is actually preaching from, he comes here, he goes everywhere to preach. So that was the word of prophecy. So we all, the word of God is saying that we all have these gifts. And we need to make sure which one we have so that we can use it in the kingdom of God. Okay, that's the uh, gift of prophecy, direct words from God. And these are supernatural, so don't forget the word, the statement, supernatural. It's direct word from God, and um, it is relayed to us in by somebody who has that gift. And it comes to pass, okay? I mean, it's like I, I'm, I will not stop saying that it's not for special people. It's for all of us. Okay? We need to get into that. We need to read our Bibles and ask God for the wisdom to understand and to tap into these. Okay? And um, the other one is distinguishing between spirits. As we sit here as Christians, we cannot just go and ask anyone to put their hands on us. We have a lot of things going on. The spirit of discernment. If you don't have the spirit of discernment as a Christian, you can't be messed up. We have a lot that is going on. We have a lot of false prophets that are going on around. You need to be able to discern what kind of spirit that person is using? They, and like I said, now they are not coming as demons or spirit darkness. They are coming with the word of God. Just as the, the Bible said, there will be false prophets. They don't have the spirit of God. It is up to every Christian to be able to discern very important. If you don't have that spirit of discernment, you might we might be messed up. It, it can be disastrous. Because we've seen some of the things. We, we want to pray for that spirit of discernment so that we'll be able to distinguish between what is good and what is bad. You know? The spirit of discernment will give you a for will, will let you know. Sometimes you look at the person and the spirit of God drops something in your spirit. Okay? 
that spirit of discernment we all have to have because it's very important. We have to know how to distinguish between the spirits. We pray for it, we pray for it, that God will help us and God will also help. One of the things that we can use to distinguish them is by their fruits, right? We see somebody doing, um, talking about the Bible and then they are also behaving elsewhere. Sometimes it's not all the same because we all need time to be able to develop our character, develop these um, gifts, uh, fruits of the Spirit in our lives. But we have to be very careful. You know, somebody was telling me that he was online and this man of God was telling him about all the things. No. If you don't know the person and you don't have a discernment, that person it's from God you don't want that person to pray for you or do anything please let's be careful because we never know I wish all of them were good but it's our responsibility and that's why we have to pray for the spirit of discernment the spirit of discernment is very very important both angels and demons are actively at work in the world and it takes a great level of spiritual discernment to understand their source. You cannot just, well, and, and, and even, you know, I always tell my kids, when you go and someone gives you something, gives you something, you don't just put it on. You have to pray over it and sanctify it. If something in you tells you, oh, don't, don't wear that thing, you don't have to. That is the Spirit of God saying, telling you, do not wear it. A bracelet. And then they give it to you. I'm not saying, but you have to pray over it. I tell them, I said, if I give you water, pray over the water before you drink it. You know, just for us to be careful. Okay, it is our responsibility of every Christian to have that spirit of discernment. In this modern world, we have too many going on. Okay? Too many going on. So we want to pray to God so that we'll be able to discern. That gift of discernment is also a gift of the Holy Spirit that I feel like every Christian needs. You need to be, be able to distinguish. Somebody can come to you and be laughing and they really mean, don't mean it, and they are going to be wicked to you. You need to be able to discern it. I'm not saying go and fight. But that spirit of discernment, like I said, is a supernatural thing that God gives you. So you know, so that whatever wickedness they want to cause around you, you know how to go around it. Okay? And then, um, the last part one is speaking in tongues. Okay? A gift of speaking in tongues. So, this gift of speaking in tongues involves a speaking with the language of angels or supernatural beings. The personal prayer language um, that we do is not um, the one that I'm talking about. You know, we have people that, I think um, I've seen that manifested in here before. Somebody speaks in tongues and that is a message from God. They speak. Okay? We don't, these are not 
These are not simple things. You know, we come here because God is here, right? And when God wants to manifest, he manifests like that. We want to be able to make our mind and, and tell ourselves these are supernatural manifestation of God. Okay, so somebody speaks prophetically in tongues. When we pray, we pray in tongues. If you have that spirit, the gift of tongues, fine. If you don't have it, that doesn't make the other person superior over anybody, like I said. These gifts are supposed to help the church, not to help us alone. Help the church. So everyone has his or her own gifts. So those people that have the spirit of tongues, they speak it. When Sometimes when there's intense worship, you see that this person can manifest. And that is a message from God. So that person talks. But when the person speaks in tongues, um, it is supposed to be interpreted. The word of God said we have to interpret it. So if somebody is manifesting in tongues, there's supposed to be somebody that also has the gift of interpretation of the tongues. Okay? And if you want to investigate, it comes out that whatever they are speaking, sometimes you can ask God, what are they saying? Even though you don't have this gift of interpretation, God will drop it in you and you will hear the other person interpreting exactly what was dropped in your spirit. Okay? These are these spiritual gifts that God has given us. I don't even know what to say, but these are powerful things that we have to have. You see how the devil is wants power and trying to use all means, taking the Bible from the, the schools, all the things that they are doing, making sure they mentally do things to our kids and everything that they are doing. We have that power from the Holy Spirit in order to be able to live as Christians. The power, the, the, the power of um, wisdom to be able to live among all these people. Okay? So, the gift of interpretation of tongues is where someone with a prophetic tongue speaks and others interpret in the congregation. Paul spoke of this gift because in the context of the church, in the service, it said instructing believers uh, that no one should speak in tongues in church unless there is someone to interpret. If there's no one to interpret it, then there's confusion. That means that um, in tree we say saka saka, like there's no interpretation. How are you going to speak like that? It's not when you're praying. It's very different, like I said. This is a prophetic tongue and then they um, they speak it, and then there's an interpretation. I've seen that here. You know, it does, it's, these things are going away. But this is the power that we have. These are supernatural things that God gives us. You know, I know someone last time was here, and he said, she said, she dreamed that she had, let's say she had 300, and then when she went to look at her grade, it was 300, something like that. Those are, those are spiritual encounters. We want to, uh, tap into and make sure we are living our lives like that and with it because they God has given it to us that's what first Corinthians says we all have it if you have whichever one you have you want to develop on it okay if you're here 
you're a Christian and you want to develop on it. So, in conclusion, these spirit gifts are from God and presented each one of us. We don't want to forget about it. We don't have special people that have it. He said everyone has it. We need to develop our own on our own so that we can we can have powerful services. It's not about power. It's about what God has actually instilled in us. He said he's given it to us. It's really sad that we cannot tap into the power that God has given us. He says um, we should seek to descend where we have been gifted, the most prominent, and then use them for the betterment of the whole church. Okay? I know it might sound like something, but it is good that we have the knowledge, and so that when maybe the time comes that we have to tap into these things, we will know and understand. These are not ordinary things. You know, I don't know if you guys have been saying God has been manifesting himself in places in the world that if you pay attention, you would know. The last time I was reading Exodus, this is my last statement, Exodus, and um, when God told Moses that he was coming to visit the people, he was coming to talk to the people directly, right? He came in the clouds and the people were scared. That is God. That is God. And I always tell my kids, I said, the fact that we are going to die means that there is God that something that's powerful and making those things happen. We don't have control over that. We do not have control over that. Okay. We do not have control. So we want to watch out and make sure that we pray that we will not live ordinary lives as Christians. We will tap into the spirits. Okay? God himself will help us uh, tap into the spirit and then <coughs> develop our spiritual lives. These spiritual gates, like I said, they are supernatural encounters. People that know, they pray and they get it. They pray. And they get it.